Hi! Welcome to the CGW Sports Show podcast. As we get ready for the Bombers home opener, Bob Irving stops by to preview the action. Also, Manitoba High School's Athletic Association handing out Athlete of the Year awards across all their classifications, as well as the overall male and female Athletes of the Year. You'll hear from the winners on the podcast. Blue Bomber game day is tomorrow. The home opener getting underway at 7.30. Bob Irving will be on the call for that one. And he joins us now. Bob, how excited are you for this? Well, I'm always excited, Christian, for the start of a new home season. They, of course, started the season two weeks ago in Vancouver. But the home game, I don't know, the home opener is always still special. I asked a bunch of the players about that, and they all agreed it's still carries significance it can set a tone you, your first chance to show what you got in front of your hometown fans and of course the fans here at investors ig field sorry. there you go yeah, <laughs> no, it, you're gonna do it we're gonna oh, yeah. all do it constantly I've done it a few times already yeah, the fans here at ig field can, can really get going if the home team is going well and the noise level gets very high and so it's a great atmosphere it's funny i was talking to Trevor Harris today, the quarterback of the Eskimos, that's exactly what he said. He said, this is a great place to play. And and the Edmonton media, they all said, this is the best stadium in the CFL. I mean, it looks great, and the sight lines are great. Everything about it is fantastic. So, you know, add all that up, and uh, yeah, let's play a home game tomorrow night. So, Chris Matthews is coming back. We all expected that to happen. It's formally put in paper today. So what are we expecting the bomber offense to look like now that he's a part of it? Kenny Lawler draws out. Yeah. The most interesting thing about uh, Matthews coming in, of course, Christian is that he's going to play largely based on practice this week as an inside receiver. Now he's been a wide out all of his career. I'm thinking back to 2012 when he was the CFL rookie of the year with the blue bombers. And I don't recall him uh, running many plays from the slot or from inside. Uh, and then 2013, he got hurt part of the year. But in the NFL, he was a wide receiver. And he's been running uh, inside routes here in uh, the last few days. And I talked to him about that. He said, yeah, it's different. But he said, I'm fine with it. It's no problem. I'm an all-purpose receiver. I can do whatever they ask me to do. So it's going to provide a great target for Matt Nichols. And he'll be close to the quarterback. That's one of the great things if you're a slot back. Uh, when you leave the line of scrimmage, you're not far from the quarterback, and you know even 10 or 15 yards downfield, a big target that Matthew is at six foot five. He's going to provide a, an element to this offense that the Bombers haven't had for well for as long as I can remember, and that's a six foot five guy who can go up and get the ball. So my guess is Nichols is pretty excited about uh, Matthews being in the lineup, just as Matthews is excited about uh, getting a chance to play again in blue and gold. Watching that game last week between BC and Edmonton, Lions got off to that great start, but then that was it for them. They didn't really have a lot going on offense. The front line of the Eskimos sacked Mike Riley seven times. So is that a real point of emphasis for this offensive line that, yeah, they look good in week one, but still a lot of, you know, greenness on that front five? Well, this is a far bigger test for Michael Kutcher and Cody Speller and Jeff Gray than the BC game was. You got uh, Almondo Sewell, who's you know a six-time division all-star, a five-time all-Canadian at defensive tackle. Mike Moore beside him. Nick Usher is only in his second full year with Edmonton, but he looks like a real good pass rusher. And then Kwaku Boateng, a Canadian who had nine sacks last year. That front four is very good. And they've got Larry Dean at middle linebacker, signed as a free agent from Hamilton. He was only the best defensive player last year in the East. So 
Yeah, that's a formidable group, certainly a superior group to the one in B.C. There's no question about that, Christian, and a great, great test for those uh, bomber interior offensive linemen. And not just protecting Matt Nichols, but the Bombers' run game, which is so critical to their success. BC almost didn't even try to run the ball last week, so that's going to give this Eskimos defense a very different look with probably the best running back in the league in the backfield for Winnipeg. Well, sure, and we're going to see two of the most balanced attacks in the league tomorrow night. The Edmonton Eskimos like to hand the ball off to C.J. Gable. Uh, Trevor Harris, of course, has had two great games throwing the ball. But like the Bombers, they do uh, stick to the run. They emphasize the run. They believe in it. And so you'll have two teams, Harris and C.J. Gable, running backs for the two clubs who are a big part, a big part of their offense. Now, how much does the week two buy really factor into how the Bombers are going to start the game tomorrow? Are they going to be nice and rested? Will there be any rust at all? Yeah, I don't know. Those questions I find always tough to answer, Christian. I, you know, some teams react very well to them. They come out, they're rested, they're fired up, they're energized. I don't think energy would have been a problem for the Bombers had they not had the bye because it's so early in the season. So you do wonder a bit about, you know, missing game or week two when the other team has played twice as Edmonton has. You wonder if that's an advantage for the Eskimos. I don't know how to answer that question. I guess we'll see tomorrow night, but I don't think the Bombers uh, will have any rust issues. You know, they did play what, 13 days ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't I don't think that's a big factor. 2-0 and start would be something we're not used to seeing here in Winnipeg, to win a home opener, to win a season opener. Would that be us now starting to be able, if they win tomorrow night, to read into this season as maybe being something different brewing here in Winnipeg? Well, you know, one of the emphasis that the team, the Bombers, have put on this season, Christian, is finishing first in the West so they can host the West final, which they haven't done since... 2011. And so if they win tomorrow night, they're 2-0. and Edmonton is 2-1. and And, you know, the Bombers have a leg up in the West. But if they lose, they're 1-1. One and Edmonton's 3-0. and And now you're chasing. So I never like to put too much significance on an early season game. You know, last year the Bombers were 5-7 and at one point, and the alarm bells were ringing, mm-hmm. and, they won four, and they won four games in a row, right, and, and made the playoffs. But if they hope to achieve their ultimate goal the ultimate goal is a great cup but their uh, regular season goal of finishing in first place these games take on extra magnitude and this one in particular if the bombers don't get it it really sets them behind edmonton uh, by a significant amount now there's still lots of time to catch up but as early season matchups go against a western opponent yeah this is a pretty key game and remember last year they opened the season at home against edmonton and lost it in that five-hour, 42-hour lightning delayed game. They lost 33-30. That was a sensational night in in many respects. (laughs) But that was a game that kind of came back to haunt them all year because it's a game they, you know, could have, should have won. And so, you know, we talk when we get late in the season, we go, oh, there's a key game. This is a huge game. But, boy, I tell you what, the ones ones in June are worth the same two points the ones in November are, right? So... Yeah, this is a, it's a key game early in the season for sure. I was going to ask you before I let you go if you get any nightmares about that night last year for the home opener when you didn't probably go to bed till 3 in the morning. No, I don't. You know, I, I've told people uh, that was kind of a fun night uh, because we had to fill all this time on the air. You remember it, Christian. <laughs> I was and there, was, yes. Yeah, I know you were. Um, 
and we had all kinds of guests on, and we sort of shot the breeze, and, and that's kind of a fun thing to do. You know that from hosting an open line show for two hours every night. It's it's fun to just sit back, put your feet up, and talk about sports. In this case, it was football, but I think we had a wide-ranging discussion about a variety of topics. So I look back on that as, as one of the nights I'll remember uh, because it, it was kind of a fun night to do. But now... If you ask me what I'd like to do it again tomorrow night, the answer is no. Let's play the game in three hours, and I'll get home by midnight. I think I don't think you have anything to worry about weather-wise. It's supposed to be a beautiful yeah. night, so uh, we'll see you down at the field tomorrow, and uh, enjoy the night. I will, Christian. Thanks. That is Bob Irving, the one and only. The Manitoba High School's Athletic Association announced the 2019 High School Athletes of the Year today at the Manitoba Sports Hall of Fame. Now, Point of clarification, the association, they have four competition categories based on the size of schools. Single-A schools are rural with population under 125 students. Double-A is any school in Winnipeg with less than 100 kids or a rural school with a population of 125 to 300. Triple-A, that's City of Winnipeg schools between 100 and 500 kids and any rural schools over 300. Quad A category is all other Winnipeg schools, basically 500 plus. And then also Lord Selkirk, Crocus Plains, Brandon's Vincent Massey, Steinbeck Regional, Springfield, Garden Valley, Northlands Parkway, and Portage Collegiate. Got all that. Okay. So let's get to the winners, starting with the Quad A winners, who were also both winners of the overall athlete of the year award for their gender. The 4A boys winner, Jackson Tachinsky of Vincent Massey, who quarterbacked his school's football team to a provincial title and captained Massey's provincial title winning basketball team. How does it feel to have this trophy? Uh, it just feels awesome. Uh, a lot of hard work goes into this and um, it's great to win it for not only myself but for my community and my school um, to represent them because you know they're a big part why I'm here and you know it's just great to represent them and win it for them. And for your family this is the second award our athlete of the year award for the Tachinsky clan. Yeah, yeah they're, they're really proud of me and they, they definitely push me hard. Um, you know, I, I really want to win this because my sister has one, so it's nice to even her up. And um, yeah, they're great. They just push me, and um, it's great to have them as my family. What's this week been like for you? You know, you're graduating, you're getting these awards. You're kind of looking back to the past, but also a lot of looking ahead to the future. Yeah, it's pretty hectic. Um, a lot going on with graduation, convocation, um, this. But yeah, it's it's great to look back on the past and what you've done, but. Um, it also gives me a, a look at how, how bright my future is, and I'm really looking forward to it. Was this a goal of yours? Yes, definitely. Um, it's my sister won one, and um, I want to even her up. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just great to be recognized, and, um, you know, it's, it's just an honor. So I remember talking to you in the fall, and you said you wanted to win a football title, you wanted to win a basketball title. You did that. How important were your teammates along the way? Um, they're, they're the reason why I'm here. They make me good at what I do. Um, they push me in practice. They encourage me. Um, they're just there for me to support me and I wouldn't be here without them. So I really appreciate them. So what's the summer going to be like for you now? A lot of training. I'm um, going to be very busy uh, getting ready for university and just preparing myself for the next level. And re- remind me where you're going again? You have them. To play both basketball and football? Yes, sir. Basketball and football. Is there one that, you know, is going to get a little extra or is it full even for both effort? Right now it's even, but we'll see after that. But we'll, we'll go along with it. What are you most excited about looking forward to university? Um, just playing at, at the next level. Um, faster game, uh, bigger, stronger guys. It's going to be a really good challenge for me and I'm looking forward to it. What about you, what you're taking in school? 
Uh, I'm going into U1, so I want to go into business. So that's a goal of mine. Okay. And are you going to live at home or are you going to live on campus? I'm going to live at home for a bit. We'll see. We'll see after that. Okay. Well, congratulations again and enjoy this. Thank you so much. The 4A Girls Athlete of the Year and overall Female Athlete of the Year is Asha Gurney of Lord Selkirk. Co-captained her volleyball team to a second-place finish at Provincials, finished third in the 4x100 relay at Provincials, top-scoring defenseman or defensewoman on your hockey team, and also ran cross-country, not to mention maintaining a 92 average. How does it feel to be Athlete of the Year in Manitoba? Pretty surreal. I don't think it's sunk in yet, um, but it's amazing considering there's so many strong athletes in our age group anybody could have won this so I'm pretty honored they picked me <laughs> everyone you know everyone is brought here because you know you're getting your your classification award but you didn't know that you were going to get the athlete of the year award right not a clue it was quite a shock but it's a nice surprise <laughs> what does your uh, family think of all this uh, I, I think they're really proud yeah I think they were just as surprised as I was but I know that They've helped me through all of this, so I think they're just happy to see all the hard work pay off. Do you ever stop and kind of think about what this last eight months, your grade 12 year, has been like for you? Insane, but it's been fun. So I wouldn't change anything. It's gonna, I'm gonna remember it always. So. Well, this week's probably been, you know, with graduation, and you've got this now. I mean, it's probably, it's been a probably a wild ride for you. Yeah, graduation's tomorrow, so I'm not even done yet. But it's been pretty busy. Yeah. So what happens now? Now, get through grad and then relax for the summer, I guess, and then university starts in the fall. Which school are you going to? The U of M. Yeah. To play volleyball? Yep. And I'll be taking University One and then hopefully working towards a science degree where I can maybe get into medicine from there. So, yeah. So what are you looking forward to most about university other than, you know, volleyball? I think it'll be just a totally different atmosphere where you can kind of gear your learning towards what you like best and school's never been like that up until this point so it'll be fun to see. You going to school with a lot of your friends? Uh, yeah, yeah there's a fair bit of us that are going to the events so that'll be nice. So you're looking forward to being on your own a little bit then? It'll be a new experience and I'm going to open it with yeah, I'm going to welcome it with open arms. So, <laughs> Okay, well, congratulations again and uh, have fun this summer. Thank you. The single-A female athlete of the year is Natalie Gundrum of Prairie Mountain High School in Somerset. You know what, I'll just let her go through all the sports she took part in. Cross-country, volleyball, basketball, curling, badminton, fastball, and track, I think. You think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this basically means you had something to do every day then? Yeah, every day, <laughs> the whole year. <laughs> So is part of you then kind of relieved you can relax for a minute, or do you, are you going to miss this? I'm definitely going to miss it because I don't know what I'm going to do with my time now. <laughs> yeah. Which sport was your favorite, if you can pick one? Track, for sure. Yeah. So how did maybe some of the other sports help out in track, and how did track help out in other sports? Well, like, I think curling, like, I didn't really enjoy curling as much, but it help me like you know get through doing things I don't like because in track there's some like, some of the drills are so hard and stuff that I can't but it, like you know doing that curling helped me you know, get through stuff that I didn't understand and so you did curling but you didn't like it well it's like mandatory <laughs> in our family because like everyone curls and I've done it since I was young but you know it was, it's really right in the middle of basketball season but like my mom coaches and me and my sister were on their team and like 
we did really well, so it was fun then, but, you know, it's a lot of work doing it with basketball, too. What position were you in? For basketball or curling. Oh, for curling. I was a skip. Okay, well, then it's a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of thinking, yeah. yeah. Not as much sweeping. Yeah. So, what happens now? Well, this summer, I'm hopefully going to try to be on the track team for the Western Canada Summer Games. And then, if I don't make that, I, this, I'm going to U of M this fall, and I'm competing on the track team there. What's your specialty? High jump, triple jump. Okay. High jump's better. Okay. Any running? No, no running. <laughs> just a jumper? Yeah, just jumper. And then I guess that translates to basketball. Yeah, yeah, right to basketball. So you're going to be moving into Winnipeg then? Yes. Yeah. Any worry about going to small town, big city? Uh, it's it's going to be a big transition. Like, you know, I stayed in, I've not even stayed in the city for like more than a week, so... I don't know, might have to get out a couple times just to see some open ground and stuff. <laughs> All right, well, congratulations again and uh, good luck. Thank you. Boy single-A winner is Jaden Vandenbush of Treehern Collegiate. He participated in golf, cross-country, volleyball, hockey, basketball, badminton, track and field. Which was your biggest success? I'd like to say volleyball, but this year I think my hockey season was pretty awesome. Um, I think that I've improved a lot and I enjoyed every minute of it. So when you say Treehern has 75 kids, that means in grade 12 or in the entire school? Entire school, like 9 to 12, there's 75 kids. So how does it feel to, I guess, be in a place that small? Well, it's kind of nice. You walk down the hall and you literally know everyone's names and their faces and who they are. Um, it's kind of also a little bit of a bummer because if, if soon as you your friends leave, then you don't have much else to go to. You're, you kind of got to be friends with everyone, and if you have, if you don't like someone, it makes it hard because you're always going to see them instead of the schools with the hundreds of kids where you can just avoid them and try not to talk to them, I guess. But well, you know, they've got some of the quad A schools here in Winnipeg that have well over a thousand kids, right? Yeah, I know. That, that even just looking through the halls of those of those schools just marvel me. Like one hallway is basically our whole school, and they have probably ten hallways yeah. or more. So. What happens now for you? Well, planning on going to U of M next year, so that's going to be a huge step going from 70 kids in your class to having just 200 kids in your seminars, where you but over thousands and thousands of students going to the actual school. So it's going to be a huge change for me, but I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, make some good memories and continue on in life. Hopefully, any sports you're going to be playing in university? Probably, I, I'm not sure yet. I kind of hope so, but I'll be. I'll try keeping up with intramural teams and stuff like that. Probably play some volleyball, basketball, maybe some hockey. Try some other cool things that the city has that small town Manitoba doesn't have. So, looking forward to it. Hopefully, keep myself busy and enjoy the times. I'm sure you have no shortage of things to do. But what are you going to be focusing on in school? Uh, I'm going for egg degree, so there'll be a few sciences and stuff like that. Um, hopefully, it goes well. I'm kind of a little nervous seeing all those big courses and names and stuff like that, but yeah, that's the hope. Congratulations again. Good luck. Thank you so much, sir. He called me sir. I got served by a teenager today. Moving on to the AA Female Athlete of the Year, Alex Chester from Warren Collegiate. Excelled in volleyball, captain her basketball team, sprinter, badminton player, and a member of the fast pitch team. Is there one specific one that was your favorite? Um, probably basketball, but volleyball 
two is pretty close in track. Those are my top three, but I'd say basketball. How does it feel to get this award? Um, it's pretty awesome, especially because it's my last year. It's a good way to like end off my high school sports career, so it feels really good. Looking back at your high school career, what are you going to remember most? Um, how we play as a team. Like I'm, With all my best friends, we play so well together, and I just love the sports the most, <laughs> and my teammates and my coaches and everything. How do you feel about kind of representing a small place as opposed to being here in Winnipeg? Um, well, I mean, I love my school and I love everyone in it and we're all pretty close, so I wouldn't change anything. I, I love my school. And now what happens for you? Where are you going to go to university? Um, well, I'm still debating going to play basketball at Providence College, but I'm not entirely sure yet. I haven't really decided. When's the deadline for that? Um, I'm not really sure. I'll have to... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really sure. So what's the rest of the summer look like then for you? Just working, pretty much. Well, have fun and congratulations again. Thank you. Finally, Isaac Fast, the AAA Boys Athlete of the Year from Westgate Mennonite Collegiate, member of Volleyball Manitoba's All-Manitoba team, part of his school's cross-country team that came second at Provincials. How does it feel to have an award for you here? Uh, yeah, pretty awesome. Like, it's, like, going into this year, I didn't think it, like, I'd have such a great year, but uh, it really, like, things really came together for me, so... Yeah, pretty happy with how everything turned out. So what were your goals heading into the grade 12 year? Uh, I honestly, I wanted to win a provincial championship for volleyball. Sadly, that didn't, things didn't turn out. Uh, but uh, had a had a great season with volleyball, and then that transitioned into my club season where we won provincials, and I was actually selected to play on the uh, youth national team for volleyball. Uh, but, yeah, overall, just a fantastic year that I really just did not see coming. Yeah. So you're very proud now then? Yeah, yeah, I'm extremely proud. And what does your family think of this? Uh, my parents are definitely super happy with everything that I've been doing. Uh, it's awesome to have the support from them. Yeah, no, they're definitely my number one fans, so it's great. Is it kind of bittersweet, though, that now that your high school career is over? Oh, for sure. Uh, I had, we had our convocation yesterday, and I thought I'd be like done with high school sports and just high school in general, but... Like now that I'm here, now that grad's over and everything, it's uh, yeah, like you definitely realize that a chapter in your life is closed, and it's just a, yeah, just a new experience that's going to be coming. So what's coming up for you then? Uh, I committed to the University of Manitoba men's volleyball team. Uh, so this summer, I'll be playing with the national team in Toronto and Florida, and then come September, I'm with Manitoba. So volleyball is your life, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been my passion since for for a long time, and yeah, it's it's everything to me. So, what are you going to be doing in school? Uh, I got direct entry into science, so uh, just taking that, and then hopefully one day getting into med and being a pediatrician is the plan. Nice. Yeah. It's interesting that someone your age already knows exactly what they yeah. want to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. I honestly, I only really figured it out what I really wanted to do this year. I love, I love working with kids, and I'm really interested in sciences and maths, so I figured I'd just put two and two together. So you want to be a volleyball champion kids doctor? Yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be the dream. Yeah. Well, good luck. Awesome. He's also in his school's choir, volunteers at Misericordia Health Center. A lot of impressive individuals winning awards today. We wish them and everyone graduating across Manitoba the best of luck going forward. Tune in to the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me, Christian O'Mell. Or you can download the podcast on iTunes. It's actually on iTunes now. Wow. If you got an Android, then I think you're out of luck. But Apple products, you're good. So listen to the podcast. Please subscribe. You can rate it. 
What's the worst that could happen?